sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. All right. Winter came back. We actually got a traditional snowstorm. Thank goodness. It finally just big fluffy flakes for the most part. And it was just kind of normal. Yeah. Uh, It's it's so nice to see white on the ground again and not not just brown. Yeah. No, many places there was little or any snow at all. And... uh, But now uh, a good dose of it came uh, midweek, and uh, there, there we have it. So there you go. So things are uh, things are back on schedule. Sugaring is uh, stopped for the moment. There are many sugar makers that have made uh, pure Vermont maple already. Um, but little pause, and it will fire up again. It looks like the weather forecast looks a little milder for the end of the week. So we'll see how it goes as we head into March. All right. Well, good to be back to normal for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to take a trip to another state recently, but you did not swing into um, Central Park in New York. But there's a visitor down there. I've been following on uh, been following on Twitter. There's a there's a there's an owl that's causing quite a stir down there. That's hanging out in the park. Good old good old Flacco, which uh, I, you know I don't know if it, that's the smash for thin. Is that intentional? I don't know. That's 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 a, he, he he or she is a gorgeous uh, creature, though. He needs has lots of personality. I've been seeing pictures of him. Um, there's a bird club that um, each day or whatever gives an update of where he is in the park, and he moves around the park uh, quite a bit. It looks like, but it's some really nice nice pictures of this of this owl that um, I guess shouldn't be shouldn't be in Central Park, right? It's a, I think it's an eagle owl, is that right? Which is a Eurasian species. Correct. That is right. Uh, related to our um, great horned owl, same genus. But yeah, uh, and what? where did it escape from? Um, I want to say it was a zoo nearby. And I think, I think I saw somewhere, I think the determination was to just let it continue doing what it's doing and not to recapture it, but... I'm not sure which one it was, but it was, I think it was a zoo, actually. Uh, okay, maybe, maybe the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's amazing what you can see in Central Park. It, it, it's actually a really good birding area, and there's, I'm sure, tons of squirrels for, for Flocka. Oh, my goodness. And there's actually, you mentioned that, uh, there was a wonderful picture of um, a squirrel that was kind of behind him on a limb, and he was in the front, uh-huh. and he was kind of, uh, it was very daring of the squirrel, uh, wow. but it was a it was a nice picture. But he he's um, you know sitting there sunbathing, looking around, scratching, looking. But you, you mentioned it looked like a great horned owl. It's, it looks like it's a, about the same size, and it has tufts like a great horned owl. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, the eyes are kind of orangey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how sinister a great horned owl can look. And, Imagine it with orange, bloodshot eyes. Mm-hmm. Now he looks like he looks like he's a, a character out of a movie, and um, 
got lots of personality, but uh, um, who knows how long he'll stay, but it looks like he's got a nice, there's probably, <laughs> there's plenty of food in, uh, in Central Park for him, I'm sure. It, you know, this reminded me that, speaking of odd owl sightings, I wonder how that snowy owl is doing in Los Angeles. <laughs> I've heard anything about that. No, that was uh, that was one of the few uh, reportings. Yeah, that, that was uh, capturing a lot of interest too. Imagine a snowy owl in in Los Angeles, um, but not many snowy owls reported in uh, Vermont this year, right? No, um, I haven't heard of any recently. There was a report of one in I think Heinsburg, but that was in December. Yeah, I, I, you know they're just not around this winter. Um, I think there's some over the border in uh, Quebec and definitely Ontario, uh, but yeah, not coming very very far south this year. Um, maybe there's plenty of food up north, or maybe it was a poor reproductive year. It's often, it's often when there's a lot of owls being produced that they uh, they move south, especially the young ones. So maybe, maybe it's just an off year for the snowy owl. Yeah. And the feeder update is pretty pretty consistent here. I had to change out the suet, though. The suet was running low and pretty much out, so I got another big hunk of suet. And I got uh, I got two nuthatches that really love it. They're both the red-breasted and the white-breasted. And chickadees like suet, too. I think they like that energy it gives them. Yeah, yeah. And have your evening gross beaks returned? They have not. They have not returned. Um, we had snow buntings just for a day that showed up at uh, my brother's feeder across the way here. But uh, they haven't been back either. But I've seen a lot of flocks of snow buntings this year throughout Vermont. Yeah, it's, I took a drive around Addison County last week before the snow. And I did not see a single horned lark or snow bunting or mm. lapland longspur. None of those open country birds, the birds of the corn, mm-hmm. uh, were were to be seen. Uh, you know, maybe with so much open ground, they're just much more spread out. Yeah, not by the sides of the roads, uh, looking for some uh, grit, right? Yeah. And stuff. But we are seeing some migration happen, right? Uh, this week, you've seen uh, you've seen some birds that uh, are the signature, right? Absolutely. You know, I love how optimistic birders are. You know, I, for you know, for if you're a birder, bird watcher, backyard birder, um, you know, spring migration starts in February. <laughs> Although it seems even earlier this year, <clears throat> there was a um, big influx of red-winged blackbirds and a, and a good influx of turkey vultures as well, mostly in the Champlain Valley, Connecticut River Valley, but. I saw lots of reports on eBird of red-winged blackbirds coming coming to feeders last week. Well, that's fantastic. The, the red-winged blackbird, I think, is you know right right there with the uh, right there with the robin is. But I think the red-winged blackbird, particularly if you know you get into March when it's a nice sunny day and it's a little warm and the snow is melting and they're doing their conquerique and it's mostly it's mostly the males. The males return first, right? Yeah, predominantly the males. Um, yeah, females, you know, shortly uh, on their heels. Um, but, yeah, I guess they're coming back to start setting up uh, their territories again for the year. So usually when you see a flock in February, early March, they're, they're all males. They have a female or a young male in there, mostly mostly the males. Mm-hmm. I need to find my, 
my list as a, as a child, we used to keep the list of the spring arrivals, and I know it's tucked away in some drawer uh, with bad handwriting, um, but I should try to find that because I know a lot of people do keep lists of when they first see the first red-winged blackbird or the first robin, the first song sparrow, um, et cetera. Um, yeah. But um, so, yeah, I have to check on that. But I, I think from time to time, February, you would see one, maybe late February, I think. I'm going back, of course, yeah. to, the, to the 70s and 80s with the lists. Uh, yeah, we'll have to look back on our list, Stanson. I, I, you know, it's a little complicated, too, because, you know, robins spend the winter. Um, red-winged blackbirds could be kicking around over the winter here and there. Um, song sparrows occasionally seen in the winter. But uh, it's that's one of the fun things about eBird is you can see when there's an influx of birds Uh you know, there were red-winged blackbirds in, uh, let's see, Bennington, Charlotte, Norwich, Dorset, and some flocks of them, too. I heard of one flock in Dorset, I think, of 30 birds. Uh, I think there was a flock of 20 red-winged blackbirds in, in Danby, Vermont. So, um, you know, seeing eBird kind of shows you the patterns, which is which is very fun. And so, you know, coming to feeders, uh, along with song sparrow. And so, you know, you can kind of, there's always the outliers that are here all winter, but, um, yeah, it's always interesting. When did they really first show up, um, you know, and with the intention to stay? Uh, and do they turn around when they get a half a foot of snow? I don't know. Yeah. And the turkeys have, have come out of the... Uh Come out of the trees now and making their way toward the, towards the beater, uh, bird feeder. Now got some big toms with big beards this this winter, so I think it's been a relatively easy winter for turkeys. I would say not a lot of cold and not a lot of snow, so they must be doing yeah. well. Yeah, we had that one deep freeze. I was I was pleased to hear the, the local Carolina wren singing uh, after that deep freeze. It, it made it through the through the coldest part of the winter. Hopefully, yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, everyone, uh, you know, if you can, uh, enjoy the fluffy snow that came to us this week. And uh, we'll be back at you next week. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Now you all know the word Tweet, 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 tweet